0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to HungarianPod101.com. I'm Simone, and this is all about Lesson 3, Learning Hungarian
1: Grammar. vagyok.
0: First off, I'd like to congratulate you for having the guts to click play on a grammar lesson.
1: Yeah, the word grammar seems so foreboding.
0: Yeah, a lot of us have grammar anxiety, post-traumatic grammar disorder.
1: Yes, I know I do, from learning English.
0: Fortunately, at HungarianPod101.com, We've developed a therapy for this.
1: Yes, a painless therapy.
0: Yes, we know the current practice is to use grammar book shock therapy, which involves something to the effect of ordering 10 pounds worth of grammar textbooks you'll never open from Amazon.
1: Yeah, I've been there.
0: Sometimes I get nightmares and cold sweats. The grammar books sitting on the shelves laughing at me.
1: Well, what we do is take all that grammar and try to make it interesting for you by showing some of the most common phenomena that the Hungarian language is organised by.
0: Yep, we're going to prove it to you today with a grammar head start.
1: And we have good news. What's that? Well, you might have listened to the lesson about the Hungarian alphabet in this series.
0: Yes, that's the lesson right before this one, isn't it?
1: Well, not to bring your spirits down, but learning the Hungarian alphabet is a lot easier than learning the grammar.
0: I know that very well. But you did choose to study one of the most complicated languages in the world, right?
1: Yes, that's true.
0: So if you hate conjugating verbs, can't accept that words have 50 different endings, or can't really be bothered with the correct pronunciation, maybe Hungarian isn't for you.
1: However, we can promise you one thing, a simplified grammar class that will be easy for everyone to understand.
0: We're about to tell you what you need to know right off the bat to give you a head start on Hungarian.
1: Yes, and you will get the last laugh at the grammar books.
0: Okay, so first of all, we need to let you know the good news, which is that Hungarian is often like English. That is, it is an SVO language. Subject, verb, object. So if you know this basic structure, you should be okay.
1: Yeah, nothing ever is that easy. The problem with Hungarian is that this order is infinitely less rigid. So let's see a so-called neutral sentence first to illustrate our point.
0: Okay. Peter gave an apple to Mary.
1: Which is, Péter adott egy almát Marinak.
0: The word order is the same here. Péter, Péter. Gave, adott, an apple, egy almát, to Mary, Marinak.
1: Péter adott egy almát Marinak.
0: It seems okay so far.
1: Yes, well the catch is that what we want to emphasize will have to be moved up to before the verb. So for example you have Péter Marinak adott egy almát. Péter Marinak adott egy almát.
0: Mary made her way up to before the verb. What she wants to achieve is to get emphasis. This sentence could be translated as, it was Mary to whom Peter gave an apple.
1: Exactly. Depending on what we want to emphasize, the word order changes.
0: All right, that's an interesting feature.
1: There is more. Could you explain to the listeners what cases are?
0: Yes. Well, you could say that the nominative case is what the subject of the sentence is, and the accusative case is what the object is.
1: Yes. So, for example, the third-person singular pronoun is he in the nominative, like he killed the dog, but him in the accusative, like the dog killed him. Two different cases, two different forms.
0: What's with you and the dog killings?
1: Just an example. Anyway, Hungarian has a lot more cases and not only with pronouns.
0: Uh Uh-oh. So, let me try some. Okay. How do you say house?
1: Has. That's the nominative.
0: So, if I make it accusative... An object like, I sold the house.
1: Then Hungarians would say, házot,
0: And into the house? Házba. On the house? Házon. In the house? Házban. From the house? Háztól. To the house?
1: Házhoz.
0: Are you sure we're not just making these up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, worry not, because once you learn the endings, with a bit of practice, the one you need will come effortlessly.
0: So, just to recap, the major features so far were word order and cases.
1: I would add one more peculiar feature that is not very commonplace in Europe.
0: Is that the vowel harmony?
1: Exactly. Help them out a bit.
0: Okay, so there are two main groups of Hungarian vowels. Ones that are called back vowels, and others that are called front vowels.
1: Yes, and the point is words with one type or the other take suffixes with similar vowels
0: which means that the suffix that you have to attach to words will have more than one form, one for the words with front vowels and one for the words with back vowels.
1: Exactly. I'll give you an example. We have just said "hasbol," meaning from the house. It has two parts, "has," house, and the suffix ból, which means from the. The vowel in "has" is back, therefore the vowel in the suffix is also back.
0: Whereas if you use another word like kez, hand, that has a front vowel.
1: Then you have to change the suffix accordingly and say kezbül, from the hand. Even though the suffix has the same meaning, we have to change it a bit for the sake of harmony.
0: Well, that sounds hard.
1: In the beginning people don't like it, but learning which vowel is which takes about five minutes, and after a while you get used to this system and will find it easy. The brain kind of sees the pattern.
0: Ah, uh, I'm feeling less tense already.
1: Speaking of tenses...
0: That was cheap.
1: Sorry, but let the good news begin. There are only two of those.
0: How can there be just two?
1: Because we live in the moment, Simo. No need for future tense.
0: Haha, <laughs> I see.
1: Well, it does not mean we can't express future, but for that you don't have to learn a whole new table of conjugations.
0: Finally, some good news.
1: There is more. The polite speech.
0: I wanted to ask about that anyway. Mm.
1: Well, here's the deal. You just learn which greetings to use and all this simple stuff, which, by the way, you can easily pick up from our lessons. A nice plug. Once you're done with that, you just have to remember that when using the polite speech, you treat people in the third person. That is, you don't say to him, you went to Budapest, but you say, he went to Budapest, but addressing him. This is all. So
0: once you learn how to conjugate the verbs, you're good to go. Just try to remember to use the third person instead of the second when not talking to a friend.
1: Yes, that's pretty much it. Although it should be noted that people in Hungary very often use the informal version nowadays. Even waiters and store clerks and others you don't really know.
0: Right, so using the informal language is not a huge problem.
1: Not really, unless the person you address is a senior citizen. Then it sounds strange.
0: Alright, so basically we mentioned three or four things that you have to start getting your head around. That is cases, vowel harmony and politeness, before you start memorising conjugation tables.
1: Yes, knowing a bit of background can help immensely, and these are not always explained at the beginning.
0: I think it might be because people find grammar both scary and boring.
1: Well, I hope that our charming personalities help them stay with us until the end of this lesson.
0: Let's hope so.
1: Get instant access to all of our language learning lessons.
0: With any subscription, instantly access our entire library of audio and video lessons.
1: Download the lessons or listen or watch online.
0: Put them on your phone or another mobile device and listen, watch, and learn anywhere.
1: Lessons are organized by levels, so progress in order, one level at a time.
0: Or skip around to different levels. It's up to you.
1: Instantly access them all right now at HungarianPod101.com.
0: See you next time and thanks for listening.
1: See us took.